Snap. We have a sponsor. I want to be clear. This is a cool sponsor, and you should, you really should just go check them out. Like, legit. BustedTees.com. They have a huge selection of geeky hats, t-shirts, stickers, and socks. Themes from Star Wars and Star Trek to Harry Potter, Pac-Man, Back to the Future, other video game references, just all kinds of geeky, cool culture. You're definitely going to find something there that speaks to your inner geek. Here's the deal. At checkout, you're going to see a spot to enter a code. Type in my name, that's Jason, followed by the number 25945. That's Jason25945. Get a pretty sweet discount. There's a link over on the website or head over to bustedtees.com and enter Jason25945 at checkout. Bustedtees.com. Designs that pop culture. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Who has a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? Who makes a mixtape? We Who needs a mixtape? I don't really know how to start this one. Uh, something really amazing happened. And if you've been paying attention, this isn't going to come as a massive shocker. We released a small video clip on our social media uh, a little over a week ago, and we've been kind of talking about it. But this bonus episode, we had the opportunity to... Okay, I'm I'm just going to say it like this. Every once in a while, we get to talk to some really amazing people on this show. And I don't want you to think that this is something easy or, you know, something to overlook. When we try to get you to go back and listen to the interviews, it's because it takes a lot of work on our part. But more than that, these guests are giving us a piece of their time. They're coming onto the show to talk to us specifically. They are taking a chance on a smaller show. And we are eternally grateful for that. These are artists that deserve recognition, that deserve credit. And honestly, we talk to people that we are interested in in talking to and hopes that you are interested in hearing from them. Over the last couple of years, we've got to talk to some really cool people. And there have been a few um, that have starstruck me a little bit. Uh, Mostly, I'm not like that. Uh, We've been going to cons and meeting people for, for years. Even before this show, we were meeting people and I'm a people person, as you could probably tell, and I don't mind talking. Uh, I know it's crazy, but I I don't mind it. I don't mind meeting new people and talking about new things. Uh, So for me, getting starstruck is is not something that happens often, but it does happen occasionally. And this bonus episode with Kevin Eastman, one of the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was one of those moments for me that I I was actually nervous about. I want to lay down a little bit about this, why this is a shorter interview, um, but why it is so poignant and why it means so much 
I do the research on the show. I really look for, uh, I've been asked many, many times, how do you get these guests on the show? Uh, I would, I would tell any prospective podcaster out there who's trying to get guests on their show. I have a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of lines in the water. And sometimes it takes uh, a day to hear back from somebody, sometimes months, and it's okay. You, you just need to be patient. You need to really hone what you're saying and who you're talking to and how you're asking for these interviews. And that's something that uh, I spend a lot of time on. Research, I find contacts. Uh, a lot of times it's not what you think. I have to find specific contacts, press PR people, things like that. Then it's a matter of building a rapport with them and discussing things with them and letting them know uh, what kind of stuff we're going to be talking about on the show. It takes quite a bit of work on my end. And then they have to find the time to actually sit down with us. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of these guys are really busy. You know? So they are actually being very kind to us and giving us a few moments to talk to us when they have busy schedules. And more than probably any of them was Kevin Eastman. The last Ronin came out not that long ago, and there's a lot of press stuff going on. So when I reached out to his PR person, um, I wasn't sure what would happen. Now, Kevin Eastman is notoriously a very, very kind and fun individual. Um, he's good to his fans. Um, just like I said, very notorious for, for being that way. So I knew that if I could get a hold of him, there was a chance we would have him on the show. But getting a hold of them is, is sometimes the, the toughest part, even through their PR reps or their uh, management or whatever. Sometimes it's really hard because they are so busy. So when they got back to me uh, a few weeks later and said, we're doing uh, a couple of press junket days and you were selected, we were astounded, first of all, uh, that we were one of the shows that they selected. But we, we had a very limited time slot with them. So we really had to sit down and figure out what we wanted to talk to Kevin Eastman about. Why was this so important to me? When I was young, my parents divorced, and we moved uh, out of state. We moved from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, to Denver, Colorado. It was a huge move for me. Started a new school, young kid. I made a couple of friends, and one of my friends, Kevin, not the KC that you know from this show, a uh, different Kevin from back way back in the day. We were outside at recess at one point, uh, sitting on, I remember this well, we were sitting on this hill overlooking the these baseball fields or whatever, it was middle school guys, and he pulls this comic book out of his backpack, got like a green tent, there's this weird looking guy in a, in a beanie cap, and there's a, a Volkswagen van hurling down the street, and I see a girl driving the van, and what looks like some creature in the seat next to her, now I read comics at this time, I was big into Batman and Wolverine and a, and a few others. And he hands this to me. He's like, you got to check this out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number four. I read this and I want more. So as a kid, I start reading the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics. Then they make the cartoon and I become a huge fan of the cartoon. And after the cartoon, the movie, I'm one of those nerdy Uber fans. Um, and I've been one ever since, uh, when I started 3d printing, one of the first things I 3d printed was a Donatello. Uh, Leonardo's my favorite. We all have our favorites. I have turtle pictures hanging on the wall, like, um, poster, mini poster sizes of their, uh, comic book covers. I have my Kevin Eastman signed comic book hanging over there. Like I am, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles probably because they came in a time of my life when it really mattered to me the most. And I've always wanted to 
to meet Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. And I didn't know if I would ever have the opportunity. I know Kevin Eastman goes to different cons and things, but honestly, he'd never really been around me when I could make it to. So when they got back to us and said, we have time with him, then it was a matter of, okay, what questions do we ask? Now, it's important to know, I didn't want to ask about the origins of the turtles. He's been asked that a hundred times. There are documentaries that I highly recommend out there uh, talking about the beginning of it. It is an amazing and awesome and wonderful story, and you should definitely go check it out. Uh, you can get on Netflix right now and watch The Toys That Made Us, and they'll give you a brief history of the turtles. But there's a documentary on uh, Hulu or Prime right now. It might be Paramount. It's probably Paramount that talks about it. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. So that story's out there. We wanted to talk to him in the limited time we had with him about him. And it was amazing. This is a short interview, but probably one of my favorites that we've ever done. Kevin Eastman was amazing. This whole thing worked out. But here's what's funny. When we could get the time with him, I was supposed to be out of town. Something I don't, we hint at, we maybe have talked about it a few times here on the show, but my dad has some health issues. And we had decided we were going to go out of town um, that weekend. Uh, We go on a a short little family trip with my father. And that's when they said they could do the interview. So Matt and I discussed this and it was decided Matt was going to do the interview, whether I could be there or not. As it so happened, my dad had some health issues that weekend and wasn't, we weren't able to go. So we're like, okay, Matt, we will be able to do the interview together. Well, then I got sick. So you're going to hear in this interview, I don't sound, uh, I definitely, you could tell, I think that I'm uh, sick and I wasn't, I wasn't going to do it. We were going to hand the reins over to Matt. Uh, he crushed a little inside, but to me, it was more important that we got the interview and Matt was like, no, you're doing it, man. You're doing the interview. And, uh, I sucked it up and we did the interview and I'm so glad we did. This one means a lot to me and I hope it means a lot to you guys. And I'm not going to keep going on and on. I just wanted to give you a little backstory of, why it's so important to me, some of the things we went through to get here, and and just the love that we have for what we do and the people that we talk to. We have never run into someone on this show that treated us unkindly or uh, that we regret have having spoke to. It could happen one day, but so far it has not happened. So what I really want to emphasize here is how grateful we are and thankful we are, and we hope that you guys feel the same way about these guys coming on here and giving giving us their time and that you are going back and listening and, and hopefully sharing these with some friends. Um, we recently released an interview with Pat Fraley. He's a voice actor. If you don't know who he is, you probably actually do know who he is. We were going to release that one a little sooner, and then we decided we wanted to be closer to this one. One of the reasons we reached out to Pat, and that was such a big deal for me, is Pat was the voice of Krang and Casey Jones and Baxter Stockman on that original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon. He's done a bazillion other things. We've talked about him here on the show. He worked on Toy Story, Denver the Last Dinosaur, G.I. Joe. God, Brave Brave Star, he was Marshall Brave Star. The Centurions, the Littles. I mean, he was all throughout your 80s childhood, all throughout your 90s childhood. He was on Tailspin. God, he's done a little bit of everything, and he was really fun. Uh, that... Audio quality is a little different. We had them on video. Um, We are going to start trying to do some of these interviews uh, via video. They will still come down this line as audio. 
But uh, what we're hoping to do is then release some video clips as well online. We do have a YouTube channel. We haven't done a ton with it lately because there's been so much going on, so much in the backgrounds that uh, it's been it's been a rough couple of months, and so we're trying to get everything kind of finalized in some areas that we've been working on. But there's been a lot of life shit going on. It's blah, blah. But hopefully you uh, enjoy this, and when we start releasing some videos, you guys will, will check out some of the video clips. We are on TikTok as well. We, re- we release stuff over there. Like I said, there is a small two-minute clip of this interview uh, available. I think we put on TikTok, and we put on Facebook and Instagram, so you can check that out as well. But without any further ado, I'm going to kick off Kevin Eastman, again, one of the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this is an inspiring and, and in my opinion, just a, a, a wonderful interview. He is a great person to have the opportunity to talk to. Please check him out online. Please have a listen. Please leave us a review, and please share this with your friends. So here you guys go, Mr. Kevin Eastman. This is a mixtape special presentation. Well, good afternoon, sir. Hello there, sir. <laughs> Hello. Just, uh, well, I got a... Extra minute or two early, just in case there was any technical glitches. We have those a lot. We have those a lot. Um, yeah. As you can hear from my voice, I don't have much of one today, but we weren't going to miss this. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Jason, and that's Matt over there. Nice to meet you, guys. Awesome. Great to be here with you. Um, and we know we only got a few minutes, so we'll try to uh, to get to it kind of quick. But uh, I honestly, we could talk to you all day. I've been a fan. I'm sure you get this all the time since I was just a little kid. Take your time. Don't don't worry. Good deal. Good. <clears throat> Been reading the comics. I started reading the comics probably, oh, Lord, I don't even know, 1980 early uh, and way before the cartoon and became a fan. And so I've been a fan ever since. So, yep. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. No, that's it's uh, it's still um, amazing to me that, you know, next year is going to be the 40th anniversary. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> let, me, let me adjust my depends. Hold on. Um, no, the end. Uh, uh, we've been doing this for a while, and it's it's amazing that uh, you know here you know, after uh, almost forty years, there's still uh, so many fun turtle things going on. Um, it's it's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. So um, maybe you've said it before, uh, and I missed it. I don't know, but do you in all the characters, and I mean turtles, whatever you've ever created, do you have like a favorite character, and is there one that like maybe kind of is a little bit your personality? Um, out of the turtles, um, you know it's. As you'd imagine, you know, being a, a co-parent um, of four pretty awesome kids, um, it's hard to choose a favorite. Although I know <laughs> for my mom, um, I was always her favorite. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, so it's always it's hard to pick a favorite, but a lot of uh, um, bits and pieces of different personalities, including some of the stuff um, within me or even within Pete, is you know coupled with. Uh, you know, some icon, you know, um, Michelangelo, for example, was kind of modeled after a, a bit of me, uh, Steve Levine, who was um, a, uh, the funniest guy in our high school, and uh, Robin Williams, you know, and you kind of, you know, put all that, you know, you know, the big Lebowski, you know, so you sort of pick up threads of bits and pieces of those, sure. but whenever you write them in a different story or a different thing, you do think how, you know, first how you would respond to it, how you'd react to it. So it's, it's, it's a bit of me and all of them, but, uh, if I had to lean towards one specifically, I'd say Mikey only cause it's, uh, being first born and, uh, um, you know, just, uh, I, I tend to make jokes at the right time and often <laughs> the wrong time. Yeah. We know all about that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty common with us. So, uh, 
there's been there's been a lot of versions of the turtles over the years. Is there one that you saw and you thought, man, this is really awesome? Has there been any of those interpretations that influenced you guys to take a certain direction with the character? Great question, and it was uh, I would point immediately to the the first turtle movie, the first turtle live action movie, um, because I felt like um, we had well Peter and I, you know, well established the edginess of the original black and white comic, mm-hmm. and then uh, along uh, came the uh, opportunity to develop it as a as a um as a kid's property a more younger audience based thing which we had you know full control and approval over at that time so we had this wonderful bit of a foot in both worlds and i felt what um director steve Barron and uh, writer uh, todd langdon and uh, of course jim henson um the yeah. perfect storm brought together was a, a nice mixture of both so it was great heart and soul and, yeah uh, edge to it and action and uh, great humor. So I felt that um, out of many, many turtle things, which I like some more than others, um, but that by far is uh, <laughs> will always be my favorite uh, version of the turtles. And it definitely influenced uh, um, the way we treated certain things going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of answered the next question we yeah, were going to ask say. If, out of <laughs> all the adaptations. <laughs> Out of, I, tend to, if you, I tend to talk. I tend to babble. No, that's a lot okay. Um, that. We were going to kind of ask that if you had a favorite out of all the adaptations you've seen over the years, especially the the, the movies in general. Okay, uh, obviously, the live action has always been my personal favorite. Yeah. But I, I also really liked uh, the the 2007 one, the the CGI one that I think a lot of people overlooked, and I don't know why because I think it's fantastic personally. But you know, no, I, I'm, I was going to say if I, you know, if you asked me for my you know, top three, um, uh, definitely, um, uh, Kevin Monroe who wrote and directed, uh, the 2007 movie was just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was perfect. It was I did a too. Really fantastic, uh, version, uh, and a first solid foray into the computer animation and just, just wonderfully directed and thought out and, and wonderfully written. Um, and then, you know, um, certainly mutant mayhem, which is out now and I'm not pandering to it. I actually, I love the movie. I think it's, <laughs> it embodies, all the key elements that the first Turtles live action movie uh, embraced and what Kevin Monroe did with uh, the 2007 um, movie. It's just got great heart and soul and the story's really solid and, and, uh, and very, very funny, great voices. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. So I just finished reading the last Ronin. <laughs> um, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, what, like what brought you guys to tell that story? Like why did you guys decide to go there? It, it's actually interesting enough. It started as an idea that Peter and I had in 1987. Um, we had finished kind of a long story arc. I, I, it was issues one through 11 and a couple of the one shots. And we had reached a point where we were saying, well, where do we go from here? And we decided to look uh, 30 years down the road and um, write maybe the final story. And uh, so we wrote a, it was about a 25 page document, an outline for that story. And that was the same year that we started working on the cartoons and the toys. And suddenly uh, two years, five years, 10 years goes by. We never got the chance to complete that story. Um, Fast forward to um, 2011 when uh, IDW picked up the licensing rights for the Turtles comics. They brought me in and I've been working with them on every issue since issue one. Um, And as we were approaching issue 100, um, uh, in 2019, the end of 2019, um, Tom and I, the head writer, and I were sort of, well, where do we go from here? And so I said, you know, I've got this story <laughs> Peter and I wrote uh, almost 31 years ago uh, 
quote unquote, the final story, kind of the Dark Knight uh, version for Turtles. And I said, I think we should we should dust that off and adapt it um, the way that Peter and I attended to. And uh, that's what we started in 2000, uh, 2020. And finally, uh, um, I fully realized, I think the final issue came out early 2022. So it was sort of um, homage to, you know, all things, the original Mirage Studios Turtles, what Pete and I originally imagined. And uh, I felt, you know, every story has its beginning. This had to be something that we ended at a point where um, we got to have the final say, you know, sure. me representing Peter and I. And, uh, of course, the Tom was a great guy. So it was it was challenging, man. It was emotional. It was <laughs> it was a lot went into it and uh we 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 put it all out there and hope for the best it's and, an emotional uh, read like for someone who's been reading turtle since the very beginning like and i i got up there and i'm like getting to the end of it was like i didn't want it to end you know i didn't want the the the, the book to end but it was yeah. it was fantastic so i i look forward to see what they what yeah. people tried to do with it, you know, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't spoil it. I, I literally just bought it today. So <laughs> okay. I, I haven't, I haven't gotten it yet. It's actually coming. It's being delivered today. So, well, this is how it ends. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I, well, I can definitely tease you with, um, uh, uh, we are working on a video game. Yeah. Of it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Video game, which is, which is the, gr- the best way to adapt it in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. So I've yeah. seen a lot of the artwork and like the, the action figures and everything. The NECA figure that came out is amazing. The one that's uh, the red and black colorway on it. I I'm going to be buying that. I, it's <laughs> it looks so cool. And yeah, um, NECA, NECA kills it. I yeah, love, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I love really, their yeah. stuff. I got to yeah. say, I love your hat. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say the same that thing. I fantastic. see another one in the background there. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah thanks. It's actually it's um. um that is the very first drawing done in uh, 84 of the, of the first turtle. And, uh, um, we've, you know, when we were building out our, our fan site, the, uh, uh, the Kevin Eastman studios fan site, um, it was to, it was kind of an original mascot, um, for it. And so I said, well, that's, let's use the first turtle. And, uh, it's been with us for a long time. And, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, fun. Well, we have, we have one more question. I'll let Matt ask that, but before we do that, uh, you mentioned the fan site and the website, um, and I, I encourage everyone to go there. I went there recently, bought something off of it, and uh, it was autographed, but you also personalized it, which I thought was really cool. You like sent a little Cowabunga Jason thing along with it, which I thought was very, very awesome. I was bragging to everybody and showing it off, telling them we were friends. <laughs> um, so I do encourage everyone to go check out the website because yeah. it's fantastic. Well, thank you. No, it, it means a lot to us. Our fans mean a lot to us, so it's like to have that direct contact with him and, and y'all is, is just uh, we we appreciate it so you and peter created something that is going to live on long after most of us are gone and that's just completely awesome God, yeah. what would you like to see happen in the turtles franchise and in a similar similar vein what's next for you in all this um you know it's it's um it's been such a fantastic journey on every level um you know i mean the first issue always put it into perspective that you know when uh, the very first issue of the turtles was a was a 40 page complete story beginning middle and end because we didn't think there'd be a second issue um (laughs) you know in all sincerity and the fact that there was and then the the building out of the turtles um, comic series uh to both peter and i speaking for both of us it was really when the dream came true because um that was our childhood dream you know following the footsteps of you know jack kirby who is our hero and mentor and, and and do that as a living even when you're when you tell your parents you're gonna 
draw comics for a living and they give you that look like, oh, we're going to have one of those kids that's uh, never going to move out of the basement, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that each time we went to and explored another opportunity with the Turtles, like the cartoon show, we were like, oh, really? You know, we'll do, we work hard on it and do the best we can, but you never know. Uh, kids decide what's going to be cool and what's <laughs> not cool, what they want to watch. Um, up to the movies and, you know, each time each year that went past when we felt the ride could not have been more cool or more exceptional or awesome than it's already been so if it dies next year you know and there's no more turtles ever again man we can tell stories till our <laughs> nieces and nephews and grandkids you know want to barf you know um but it's just gone on and on you know i mean this is the, the 39th year of the turtles um mute mayhem was just, just a wonderful project things like last ronin have you know landed and resonated with uh, the fans um courtney and i my wife and i do uh, about 15 or 16 shows a year and um <clears throat> you know the fans that we're meeting um are, are you know a lot of the original fans that either found it in the comic book or the original cartoon series and they'll come up and say oh you know i wore the turtles halloween costume <laughs> three years in a row <laughs> you know and you just the motion and the and the awesomeness of all that um that has given us such a great life and such a great opportunity is so so fantastic so when you look down the road um you know, you apply and I apply the logic that um, we've been so lucky so far is just each time you approach a project, do the best you can, um, hope for the best. And, and if, it re if, it, if it works, great. If not, you had a good time doing it. Um, the fans will decide how much longer <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be around. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I love my job and I want to keep earning it. So, um, you know, if you guys are digging what we're doing, then, um, you know, I'll keep doing it as well. Yeah. Good deal. Well, I guess we will let you go with that. I hate to do it because I could talk to you all day, but yeah. <laughs> we'd <laughs> we, love to have you back on sometime. Yeah, I'll tell you that. it was, it's awesome talking to you. Finally getting to meet you. I've been, like I said, just, you know, fan my whole life. So thank you for taking a few minutes with us. It was, yeah. it was awesome. It was really great. appreciate it. No, absolutely guys. We, you know, we love doing this and it's like, you know, we do all kinds of press, but to me, like, you know, it's this kind of press is directly to the, the, the basis, the fans, and it's important to us to make sure we make the time and get to hang out with you all. So um, just thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good right. weekend. Guys. You too. Take you it too. easy. Cowabunga. Woo <laughs>